There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hey, girl, we're back. We are fucking back. Up in this rock of love bus. I'm so happy to be back here. I'm Did so you miss me? glad. Yeah, I miss the hell out of you. I miss the fuck out of you. Also, for anyone, the last time I was doing this, I was like succumbing. To Oh my God. So you, I, were, you were freshly vaxxed and slowly fading out. So I feel way better today. Laura and I are now both fully vaxxed. We're both vaxxed and relaxed, and it feels good to be here. There's definitely a sense of hope involved with mm-hmm. the vaccine. I'm very into all the, like, anti-vax content that's slowly filtering out, like, on Instagram. And, like, tw- I see, like, some videos posted on, like, um, that are, like, on TikTok or, like, people reacting to, like, anti-vaxxer 
who's being anti-vax like um like, no, i just follow a lot of like weird new age accounts mm. and so they are really up in arms about vaccines i mean and i love that narrative for them i disagree with their narrative yeah. but i love to see i love craziness so i'm into it yeah i mean i just they just said like there's so many people enough people didn't get the vaccine that we're never going to reach herd immunity now which is um, like whatever it's going to be like an endemic thing but it's enough that i feel safe and la has like has had zero deaths for two days in a row which is insane yeah like we're so it's gotten so much better in la we've been vaccine heads from the beginning like i'm now thinking back to like 2019 when all we could do was talk about flu shots yeah. and like we really foresaw this whole thing coming and we i have to our greatest to us. our greatest dreams and nightmares were both at once realized and now now it's really been a full circle moment we were on the right side of things we were and i would love for whatever we usher in next time to not be like a global pandemic yeah that would be good yeah but I feel whatever's coming feel next powerful. is going to be worse. <laughs> it can only be worse from here. That's what I that's what I think. But for now, I feel like it's going to be a fun summer. It'll be a fun summer. It'll I would a- love to just like <laughs> manifest like a pug infiltrate. Like I would love for somehow pugs to like replicate and then roam the streets. And like <laughs> I can always tell like I love when there's. Sometimes, like, your Instagram stories are usually, like, super lol. And then occasionally it'll just be, like, pug, 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 pug. And I'm, like, she's going through it. (laughs) And I love it. I really am into pug memes right now. And I was, like, I'm just unapologetically going to post pug content because that feels, like, authentic to who I am. I mean, look at this thing. I know. I would love just to come outside one day and just see, like, pugs driving cars a pug milkman like i would love pugs to replace like rats as like yeah or squirrels yeah like where it's like you hear a noise and you just see a pug like run across yeah (laughs) run up into a tree a pug crawling out of your vent yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it would be great i mean you open like a kitchen cabinet and instead of a roach it's just a pug i've often imagined simon's dog mango who's who you know Mm -hmm. i've imagined like an entire planet of just mangoes yeah or like an entire pug planet where it's mm-hmm. just you land and it's just fields of pugs oh that teaming. would be truly the dream <laughs> would you just would you just lay down and like... i'd lay down and let them trample me to death <laughs> softly trample you <laughs> yeah and snort mm-hmm. snort all over me just like sneeze in my hair and get their eye boogers like all over me oh and God. then i would like become like a crusty pug woman you would become like cat woman <laughs> Pug woman. <laughs> <laughs> you would like, it's really unsexy. You'd get thrown out of a window and then like a group of a herd of pugs would You're just like, come over and like <laughs> snort <laughs> snort and sneeze you, uh, resurrect you, and then you'd be <laughs> you'd be, be puggy. Pug woman. Miss Pug. I'm a little bit I have some rolls. <laughs> I have some ba- I gain about forty eight pounds. No, you're like you're just you're fully you, but your head you just have like a pug. You have like pug. I have like neck roll. I yeah. become like Ed, Big Ed and <laughs> before the 90 days with like a pug like neck. Are you watching him Me. The Single Life? Are you watching his Single Life? We watched a few and it's, he's just really, it's, he's, what's been really fun to watch is how just defiant these people are of COVID because it's all filmed <laughs> during COVID. 
And they're just like fully having parties, like live, laugh, loving. No one's wearing masks. They're trying to meet people. They're like dating actively. They did the opposite of what I did during COVID. Wait, speaking of dating, before we get into Rock of Love, I want to just... Did you see the the TikTok of the girl who matched with Ben Affleck on Raya? And then he... He messaged her. He messaged her and she thought it was a fake. So she unmatched him. And then he sent her a video of himself saying it's me hey why did you unmatch it's it's me I'll that was sinister Naveen why did you unmatch me it's me and I saw the reaction was sort of divided on on social media it was like some people were like why why is she narking on him for just he's just on Raya like a single dude should be and then some people were like He's a bad guy. Cause... I don't think he's a bad guy. Well, then I remember someone sent me a link to that. I remember, and I like totally blanked to that interview he did where he was like sexually like. Oh, where he's like grabbing that journalist tit. Yeah. I mean, I mean he that was. was a... Look, that was a very different era of movie stardom. And I'm he was not also saying in the... I'm not saying it's right. Yeah. I'm just saying it was like a completely different era. And I believe he apologized for that. So it's he was like, also a Miramax. What? He was in the Miramax family. Like, not. Of, uh, no, I'm just saying. So he's, no, no, no. I know he's part of that. It was like that's Hollywood, baby. Unfortunately, and on and the topic not, of Ben Affleck, guys, I can't take. Did you talk about this already? No. Where would I <laughs> yeah, talked into the ether? Yeah. No, I can't handle it. I never guys, liked Benifer, and I well, honestly okay. don't think anything good came of it. And I don't want, I don't want a research. I really don't want it. And everyone knows how I feel about J Lo. I've had a fuck enough. I, if you, in case you didn't hear about it, there were a sighting of Ben Affleck leaving a car that Jennifer Lopez was in in, in L.A. last week, and he, it's just, it was a photo of him leaving, and she's like in the window of like an Escalade or an SUV. Also a photo op. Like after you've totally. seen like the paparazzi, the way they were lined up to take photos of him and Ana de Armas, like walking their dogs, like this is fake. I have to give it to JLo though. She's a fucking PR genius and just knows how to keep herself like in the mix. And it was a total staged. It's good for both them, their brands. And Who's buying into this at this point? I'm not buying into it, but just the fact of seeing them together, it's just like, it was just enough to drum up rumor and, and like, it's just, it shows you how smart she is and he is and how they're like such pros at this media game. Even the, you know, you think about like the Gen Zers and like the TikTokers and all these like rising stars, but no one does no one does it like Benifer. Yeah. I kind of feel like to count, like my counter argument to that would be like, it shows you just how dumb everyone is because like, mm-hmm. why the fuck? Like, why would anyone care or buy into the like hype of it? I cared. I know. But like, I just, you know what? I was like, but it, it, it's just so manufactured that it feels it feels like so inauthentic that I'm like, this isn't even exciting because it doesn't even seem like it was just, it was just fun for me. And like, obviously I'm sure they're just friends and they were like, just getting the yeah. juice together somewhere in Brentwood. But like to, to imagine like JLo being like, Hey, come, I need like to get dick down that post breakup. And like Ben <laughs> Affleck being like, sure. I'll give you my big sausage. Yeah. That was hot to me. Cause That's I, hot. I yeah. want his big sausage. So like, I was like, 
just a PMH moment. And it would be was... nice to be like <laughs> right? a celeb, like famous celeb in the sense that like you've also dated some of the hottest people in the world. And then you have them on like backup dick speed dial yes. or backup puss speed dial. So you can just circle back to like j-lo of all people if you're feeling lonely and be like hey want a bone and she's like or she's like hey and he's like hell yeah come pick me up which i love always he's she's getting- like i have she's like i'm gonna roll by duncan do you want anything and he's like yeah yeah also i love that he's always getting rides i feel like he's never driving <laughs> he doesn't love to drive he likes a passenger seat moment mm. or a back seat mm. he loves a back seat drive-through moment i mean we'll, never forget never forget this He's a man of simple pleasures with a simple palette. Those were like cruel photos to help. Like that was that was so harrowing and sad to see like him in the back. He was crying while his ex wife was drunk. But it's like just like getting him drunk in the book. But that's the kind of shit that I eat up. Where I'm like, this is real. This is like I want to see the real raw shit. Like I don't, I a, don't like the like manufactured. One. Yeah, she's, she's a good. real one. But anyway. sorry, I feel bad. I didn't mean to sh- rain on your J-Lo. Rain on it, Benifer baby. Parade. No, I get it. It's it's so stupid. I just loved, like, imagining them just, like, fucking. Yeah. And, like, just being like, I hey. hope that they boned, like, bang bros style in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I hope they plowed in the car while, like, her bodyguard slash driver, like, Just had to outside. pretend that it was not. Yeah. Her. I hope that her bodyguard just sat in the driver's seat ready to peel out. Mm-hmm. And At a moment's like, notice, and he d- is such a good bodyguard that he disassociates and pretends that nothing is even happening. He hears and sees nothing. They like they like astral project out of their bodies, mm-hmm. and they go like hang somewhere. And then as soon as Ben and Jennifer are done like having raw dog sex, mm-hmm. they go. Where can we take you now, Miss Lopez? And she's like to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, let's get him a. Let's get him a, he wants Duncan. Let's get him a, what are those called? Culotta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she won't be having Duncan, but he'll have some. She hasn't had Duncan. She's never had it. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> never, ever. Like, I feel like when they dated the first time around, he was like, you want some Duncan? And she was like, no, Fuck never no. ask me that again. Yeah. He was like, hey, this is like a Boston thing. It's really special to she me. She was like. What's Boston? Yeah, she's like, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know that town. <laughs> Get out of, like, leave, take this away from my vision and never come near me again with this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, we'll do. You keep it to yourself. You keep that to yourself and you keep Boston to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's what Whatever Boston yeah. is, she puts Boston, in air quotes. Dunkin' Donuts. Like, I fully feel like she does not know about some major cities. Which or like I has love. heard of them and has probably been to them and performed in them, but like still doesn't really know. Because when you're at that strata of like success, you're just like, I don't. You're just like, take me to the place. I'll do my little song and dance and then get me out of here. Yeah. I just, I mean. Do you she's... want them back together? They're just so hot. I just think both, like <laughs> I just, Ben Affleck is, I, I know he's probably a shithead, but like I just. He's hot. Yeah. He's, he's a hot, like, kind of tortured me. dude. Yeah. I with want a schlong him, I want and him that to, back tattoo. I want him to, like, put me in a headlock. Yeah. And give me, like, a, a swirly. <laughs> you want to get, like, sexually bullied by him? Mm-hmm. That'd be hot. Yeah. He's, like, a fan. He's, like, the frat guy fantasy. Mm-hmm. Of, like, yeah. It's For me. wild that he's 
just out there dating. Like if you're just like a hot, a good looking brunette, you have like a total chance with Ben Affleck. Are you on Raya? I have been on Raya, but it really stressed me out. Like to have to come up with like a montage music video. I think because one time the way I first heard about Raya was from like a 25 year old model who was like, oh my God, this dating website, like, oh, look at my, here's my profile. And she showed me and her Raya was so good. It was like a montage where the music was perfectly timed to then like cut to a photo of her posing on like a rock in the sea with the surf blowing up like behind Little Mermaid. Her. Yeah. But like, look, didn't look like try hard. Like just was like, oh my God, this fucking hot girl. And I was like, this is what I have to now enter the ring and like compete with the kind of person that can put this shit together. Like I can't do it. I'm like, there's like a photo of me being like peace in the mirror. I don't know how to like, I don't know how to like take myself seriously enough to do like a modely Raya montage. So then I was just like, this is stressful and I feel horrible about myself. I got to get out of here. But now, now I'm thinking about, you should go back on. I'm going to go back on. I got wasted before when I was still single and living in New York. I applied to go on Raya and I got waitlisted and they never accepted me. Oh, yeah. I was waitlisted Rude. for almost a year, for maybe over a year. And so, then finally, I think I met I met someone that actually worked there and had sway. And I was like, get me the fuck on here. Yeah. Only to check it out for like five minutes and be like, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. So to Raya, I say, fuck you. But um, if you're on it, have fun. And I hope you're having a good time. Yeah. Because some I mean, people were never accepted. Jeremy Piven's on there. Okay. Well, that. <laughs> you, you, I don't even know if the on. real celebs are on Raya anymore. Matthew Perry. Wasn't he on it? Yeah, but I'm. He's Isn't not. Isn't it giving... weird that he was married to Lizzie Kaplan? Or like they were dating for like eight years? Holy shit. Isn't that so weird? That's very weird. Where's she? I miss him and Julia Roberts' brief relationship. What? There's some good photos of that. They were together for like a moment in time in the 90s, and there's some really good pics of them. Wow. Like kissing or saying it was like back when like they could capture celebs like leaving each other's houses and like saying goodbye. My favorite couple from the 80s is Sarah Jessica Parker and Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That Even was a hot one. I think it was tortured for her. Mm hmm. But, God, they were good. They were good. Um, speaking of good, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to... Sexy. Unique. Podcast. Insatiable. Bitch. Goddesses. Um, this please, was a, please let me be your introduce myself. I'm gonna get you, you off, off like there's no, no one else. Um, this episode was really pretty good. good. <laughs> Back to in true form, they made up for last week's mud bowl shit show yeah. with a real banger of an episode. 
This episode started with Ashley, just hearing Ashley go, someone should try on my purple shirt because it doesn't fit my big boobs. <laughs> I love that. Um, also, so they wake up, they're still in Nashville, like in a hotel getting ready to leave. And all of a sudden, some woman that I was like, who is this Diane Warren type? <laughs> Yeah. Who was she? She was one of the three like makeover girls that oh. joined the tour midway through. I was like, who is this like reporter? Mm-hmm. She also has like a thick Chicago accent. She could Wait, be UGO. When? Like two weeks ago before I went to Miami, I saw Diane Warren on Santa Monica parking her car. Diane's been was like out I, and about all over the place. Did was she popped up at the Oscars? Like Yeah, always. Yeah. There's a she'll come to like if there's an award, she's gonna be there. She's and gonna I always, try to win her Oscar. <laughs> she'll never do it, but god damn it, she'll keep trying. I always think of Whitney's dad now. Uh, they've become inextricably linked. Yeah, she was like outside like Jones on Santa Monica. Wow. I was like I love that for her. Um she delivers the news that they're going to Alabama. Alabama. So they're going to Deep South. Yeah. I um, kind of shuddered. Yeah, I was like, best of luck to all of you. Mm-hmm. Um won't be going there. Yeah. Um On the <laughs> I won't be going there myself. But I shan't be traveling have to fun there. Alabama. Taya is on she is really feeling herself and shares with the girls. She goes, so I got some kick-ass news. I'm pet of the year. And she won penthouse She's- pet of the year. And all the girls, I was like, you should not share this with these women. Like, it's your death sentence. But then... She goes, that's a big-ass deal. That's a big-ass deal. And then it cuts to her, like, getting the call and her being, like, on the phone with whoever told her. And the guy on the other end goes, congratulations, sugar tits. And I was like... Oh, my God. Was that added in? I think, I don't know if that Damn. was like her agent or manager. No, or I think it was like the head of Penthouse. Was that Larry Flint himself? Oh, he owned Penthouse, right? Yeah, didn't he? It was probably No him. Hustler. No Pen. No, it was Hustler. Yeah. Some, who was, I love. Just some perv in like Texas who owns Penthouse. I hope that the next time you book someone calls you and goes congratulations <laughs> i hope so I, I'm, I want us to be congratulated like that's like how i want to be congratulated for the next big thing so yeah i mean big news for me i'm 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 starting to self-tape <laughs> so everyone send good vibes that i get a call one day that says congratulations sugar tits been, i'll call you you're booked yeah you can call me congratulations sugar tits i love her being like thank you <laughs> but as soon as she started telling everyone i was like no don't know what everyone's faces looked so annoyed slash just the whatever happy for someone is they were the opposite yeah not even unhappy like they were almost beyond unhappy they were (laughs) i think that we get like it seems like taya has been talking about her penthouse career this entire time like nonstop, and they're all really over it mindy's like Look, Tay is one of my friends, but she really talks about this a lot. <laughs> and she goes, and you hear Mindy going, wow, that's, that's a really big deal, isn't it? And she's like, yeah, it's a big-ass deal. <laughs> she's proud. She's a pet. But what's annoying to some of them is that she kind of slut-shames people for being, like, exotic dancers or strippers, and she's... That's a real pot kettle moment. Well, yeah, it's like, as we see later, it's like, 
me thinks the lady doth protest too much slash well also i'm sorry but projection like going on as as Farah said if you're in a magazine spreading yourself there's not much that you can like look down on from other people and there's nothing wrong with that either no i mean you're all in the same biz but it's like, just like different levels yeah. of engagement of you're like all working. what you want to do yeah you're making money one way or the other um she probably she might be jealous because i'll bet strippers maybe make more money than penthouse pets probably I'll bet that you like that kind of title or being like a playboy playmate doesn't come with the kind of paycheck. It's one of those things where it's like exposure and could lead to other opportunities. But like if you're on the pole hitting the ground running, like you could clean up in one night. Yeah. You can make a ton of money from like a few consecutive nights of dancing, probably more than like someone in a pet. Yeah. So, so I mean, jokes on Taya. If anyone out there knows the deal, like wait. Let in. us know. Yeah, but that's my, that's my instinct, my and hint. that's why I feel like she would be kind of turning her nose up at a yeah. dancer. Um. So they get to <laughs> Brett. They arrive in Alabama at a trucker stop, and we see Brett's already there, and there's a big crowd of like spectators and like kind of farmer-looking men. <laughs> all in a line and Brett's like waving everyone's cheering it's called the shady lawn truck stop <laughs> and they're competing at the first ever like truck stop olympics or whatever <laughs> truck stop games <laughs> i just couldn't stop thinking about when taya fell off that stage remember when she oh yeah <laughs> she like hit her knee <laughs> she like broke her leg yeah and she was like crying and being and like continuing to work really hard but it was like martyr exertion but, and she like fully had a horrific injury like you, that would have killed me that you know time. about martyr exertion you know with that like when you're just like i am and you just are going really hard mm-hmm. and like shoving things and shoving things really hard and being like yeah i'm fine i'm gonna do it i'm fine, I'm, it's fine. I'm all good and like i've done it before we're oh, just yeah. passive aggressively and you're just being a full martyr mm-hmm. like Agony and ecstasy vibes. Yeah, pet penthouse pet slash martyr of the year. <laughs> martyr of the year. Martyr of the year goes to Taya. Um, Brett says mm-hmm. that all the women are going to compete in the truck stop games, and the winners get the most awesome date in the world, or at least I think so. And I just like in my brain cut to him like practicing guitar in front of people. And I was like, that's not an awesome date, Brett. And that kind of was, the that date. was one. It actually ended up being one of the dates that he offered. Um, so they just do a, a variety of things. They have to like all jump into a pool of beer, which <laughs> beer, I was a beer belly flop. It's disgusting. That's absolutely sick. I, <laughs> Can I you imagine jumping in and then baking in the Alabama sun. No. And also, jumping in beer after after people like i'd want to be the first person to go so at least it wouldn't be like swimming around in other people's body oils and also just like you were just on a bus and now you have to jump into a A hot vat of beer of brett's brew and then you're gonna be sticky and there's gonna be like flies you're gonna smell like piss it's just like not it's not the one jamie jamie is Diane Warren. Mm-hmm. She flops. And then honestly, 
my first choice like when they were like a beer flop i was like get beverly out there like i had i just was like beverly will flop the hardest and she'll win this shit and she will and she sure enough flopped really hard and Mm -hmm. good but then kelsey knows the secret to like winning over these truck stop judges and takes her bra off and then flops without a bra into the beer yeah tits first and then they all are like (laughs) give her like nines and tens kelsey was unraveling from the start yeah kelsey we all knew there was something a little off when we first met her and we see it play out and i love her for it i wish that she had stayed because she provided some key entertainment and i really think that she stood up for herself in an admirable way it was a real rock bottom for her. It was, but it was also really rock and roll. And perhaps a breakthrough, not a breakdown. Yeah, a total breakthrough. A nervous breakthrough, as Kelly Benson says on Scary <laughs> Island. Um, I just wrote, fellas, is it gay to compete at a truck stop? No, it's the straightest thing you can do. Yeah. And then I was there were just cuts to the crowd, and I was like, I just want to be like the lone gay in the audience, just being like, being like, ooh. Being like, what? <laughs> What's all this? Like a real like southern <laughs> dandy. What pray tell are they doing? Yeah. Like designing Get those ladies out of the sun. <laughs> like designing like Leslie Jordan mm-hmm. vibes. You need to be like, they they need sunscreen. They need to protect their skin. Yeah. I don't know if beer constitutes as SPF. And then everyone goes, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you are too funny. The next challenge is a stripper pole challenge where I guess it's just to dance on a stripper pole. And Britannia. Oh, by the way, Ashley again calls Beverly fat. Which is I like, just wrote send Ashley into space. That's what yeah. I wrote. She belongs on Mars. She sucks. She could be like, I could see her like linking up with Elon Musk. Like they have the same energy. Can't wait for the SNL. Can you believe he's hosting <laughs> SNL? No. I mean, I don't really watch yeah, I mean, it's, but it's, but that it's, seems really strange. I'm like, what was the thought? What was the process I of guess that? It's probably just like, they need press. They need people to watch. I just feel bad. Like, the, the people who work on the show, like, don't deserve that. No. Imagine, like, working so hard at your comedy and, like, just fucking hustling and hustling to get this job that's, like, the peak comedy job that you can get. And, and then. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the person that you have to like write skits for and then like act with. That'd be really annoying. I like Azalea Banks being like, he was like, what kind of skits do you think I should, what should I do on SNL? And she just wrote, show your hole. (laughs) (laughs) She wrote, she wrote something like, Something about Dogecoin or like. She was like, if this motherfucker doesn't spike Dogecoin, like I'm fucking She called him a lesbian. Like, what? She's wild. She's wild, but she really kills it sometimes. She's been, her presence, I love that she's just living in Miami now. Her social media presence has been lit. She got Botox the other day on her Insta stories. I was like, yes, go off, my queen. I love show your hole. Show your hole. Show your hole and spike Dogecoin. I'm like, yes and yes. Wow. Do you think Grimes will be at 30 Rock? Maybe. So weird to see photos of like Elon Grimes and like Dave Chappelle and Joe Rogan in Austin. We're <laughs> all apparently just like chilling. All these stand-ups are now moving to Austin. Apparently, everyone's moving to Austin. Everyone left LA 
to move to Austin. And then now everyone from New York decided to move to LA because they're like, LA is amazing. It's like way cheaper than New York. And now LA is just going to be like the worst place in the world. Like on fire. It's literally, we're just going to burn and feel like we live in a state of poverty, even though we live like really, really well. But just comparatively speaking to people that live in like $3 million mansions down the street, it's like we're in a roach motel. It's shocking. I'm like, where do we move? I got to go to Italy. How? You can't go to Europe. <laughs> Some people are going, though. Oh, I, I think they're opening up. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know either, but I just know that, like... I don't know anything. I'm like, is any... Like, I, are I we all nothing. just, like... Like, everyone's, like, summer 2021, like, gonna be lit. And I'm like, I want to believe that. But, like, I'm like why does some... Maybe I don't have any friends left, so it seems. I'm like, I have you, and I have my friend Christine. I have Tony, but I was like, I have lost all social contact and, like, don't get invited me to places. So I'm like, is it going to be lit? No one invites me anywhere. I'm like, who's everyone's, like, hanging out and raving without asking me to join the guest no list? No one invites me. A few years ago, I, like, went... I, like, went with you to a party that I wasn't invited to. Like, I'm, I'm at that point where I, like, just, I, like, crash parties. No one invites me anywhere. And it's my own fault because I just, like. But like, now I'm, like, I would, I'm all about, like, I'm, take me to a warehouse party sober. Yeah. Let me dance, baby. I'm going to dance blade, r- blood, r- blood, blood rave. rave. Give me a blood rave. Tell me about, like, I see people. I see all the all the gays tweeting about like oh like this you know this unmarked party is or something you know what I mean like people tweeting about these like underground parties that are happening and I'm like okay like I'm I don't ready know to when go. I started getting left off the guest list for these things is everyone is everyone <laughs> blood raving without me everyone is blood raving without me <laughs> it's I was the like Mindy uh, book. I may not drink but I'm still fun we've talked I'm, about this yeah I'm still down to do drugs I'm like I'll literally do any drug you put in front of me if it means you just invite me to the fucking rave I'm not I won't I shan't won't, be but you'll I won't be doing rave. drugs but like uh, take me to the blood rave yeah I'm ready to dance I'm like I'll do CB2 or whatever that thing is that people do <laughs> 2 CB yeah is everyone blood raving at an underground warehouse without me? Yes. The answer is yes. yes. The gays, as we said before, the gays are partying. I've had someone <laughs> say to my face, like, I'm going to a rave and like, I truly wasn't invited. And I was like, please invite me. And they're like, maybe next time. And I was like, okay. Seriously? Well, I understand. I guess I understand, but I'm also like, can Why I Why do you just- understand? I don't, I'm, I don't know. Because you're a woman? I don't, I guess. Is I'm like. a guy? I think it might have been like a no women at the rave. But once the gays turn on women, what do women have left? Should I just become a, a, like a, a fall scarf girl? Like a Christian fall scarf girl? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're driving me to. Gays that are leaving me out of things, you're driving me to basic scarf girl fall vibes. Like, you're going to become like an autumnal influencer. I'm about to like get into latte. But art. also that one Christian girl who's in all the memes, she is actually like super progressive and like she's a blood raver at heart. She no, she like gave money to like Black Lives Matter and like supports like she helped there was this amazing article about this uh trans writer slash activist who got 
she like helped the person with like their procedures and like was being really supportive of them. So yeah. like you can be a progressive Christian so girl she autumn. Is, she and I are kindred. Spirit. She's blood raving. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, I would I re- hope to walk in. I would love to like walk into bear Guine and then see Christian scarf girl on the fucking dance with a, with a latte the size of a with fire hydrant. a huge hydrant. latte with a Trenta and like a scarf and like brown boots. Just like fucking getting With a blood. latte the size of a water cooler. <laughs> with a <good> latte <laughs> that's like those gallon water bottles that people carry around, but it's just like Everyone's drinking latte. water. Yeah. Everyone is now drinking giant, like all like Kendall Jenner and like Dakota Johnson. They're all just drinking like- Gallons of water. Literal time. like d- desert storm. Like army water bottles. Remember, you yeah, remember, thought that this sorry. was big. Sorry, honey. I, like, that's leave that in 2017. I got a 50 ounce water bottle, and it was getting comments like two years ago. And now look where we are. You're fucking trend forecasting, and I'm so behind the trends. I'm behind too. I need a gallon. I need a half gal. I used Apple Pay at Starbucks today for the first time, and when it worked, I went, "Oh wow!" <laughs> like I'm so behind. <laughs> I'm so behind. You're behind the times. I'm behind the times. Today I asked Laura about something that was so like not I like what? About the cart the like I'm I'm just so challenged with like the trends. Just like invite us to places. We'll go. Yeah. Maybe we have to throw our own blood rave. No one will come. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe some people will come. I just I just want to My rave mom will again. come. Yeah, my mom would come too. Yeah. That would be fun. Let's do it. Pizza party. (laughs) (laughs) We're throwing a blood rave slash pizza party. Our blood rave is like, instead of the like black room in the back, there's a pizza room. I just see like close friends stories Mm. and I'm like... Oh, I'm not even on. No, I'm not I, even no, on, no, no. I, then people I'm are on like, two people's close friends, and that's it. That's like how you're dark on mine. It, I'm on yours. But my close friends is like not like it's not saucy. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you're not like raving. On no, your but close I friends but I hear story. people being like, oh, like, well, yeah, so and so, I saw that on their close friends, and I'm like, oh, I, I thought I was friends with that person, but I guess I'm not. No, when you're, I'm, I'm at the point where I've been, the only place I truly exist is during our recordings and in the ether, like in the people's who are listening now's ears. Other than that, like I am invisible. But you can change that. How? Laura, that's okay. That you, now you're taking it too drama? far. Now you're, 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 you're a little drama right now. That was a little bit. You, Laura, you actually have a ton of friends and you get invited to a lot of things. You're a fucking, you're fucking a liar. It's lonely out here. You just need to like go on the apps. Yeah. And like. I need a significant other. It's time. You gotta fuck. I know. I get it. I think that's the thing that's making me feel like I don't exist. And you can easily do it. With any, like you can do it like, hey, fellas, is it gay to (laughs) fuck? Fellas, is it gay to fuck? Man or woman, mm-hmm. get out there and just like, I think you just need to like connect yeah, and get your mojo back and you, you have people who care and love you and like want you there and you just have to like, we, like, we can joke about it, but like you just need to blood rave yeah, and you already are kind of blood raving. I blood rave. <laughs> <laughs> I do. We're blood, blood raving rave. right now. We are blood raving. Yeah. 
but it's gonna happen no it will. but yeah anyway it just feels like everyone's like summer 2021 like me and the girls like in at the club and i'm like after the vaccine and i'm like i got my vaccine and i was like sick i don't <laughs> i just i guess i don't understand how some people maintained like social lives and relationships over the past year because it really like shut that it was hard i like go i went into like shut down mode and just shut off mode and i guess that's like how i deal with like trauma or problems how you deal with with mass death and and, like sickness everywhere (laughs) like a pandemic that was the equivalent of like a genocide yeah and like that's just like my coping mechanism Mm -hmm. so it's crazy to me to see people bouncing back and mean like woo I'm like, ha, I'm like, I just, people are like, yes, <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> let me know, let me know how it's going, text me, text me, send me an invite, but now I'm like, now that I'm, I'm gonna start going to the gym, yeah, I exist at the gym too, I'm, I'm ready for that, it's time, you know, we're getting back out there, I think maybe by next, like by next year, things will start to feel like socially back to normal. I'm going to say one last thing before we get back to Rock of Love. I'm just, I'm giving myself this year too to like, I'm, I want to like make an effort to be more social. I want to hang out more. I want to like want to hang with you. I want to hang out with like my close friends more. But I also want to like give myself space to like feel weird and like be, have like, like i think going yeah i think going in and just being like okay it's all back to normal now it's like we have to like still allow yourself all i'm saying is for people like me and you who like struggle with like anxiety and depression give yourself give yourself that space to like feel weird and feel like process things and not just like go you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i think and i think we should all be doing that because i think there's so much to unpack from the last year that we're going to be unpacking for a while. I yeah. think like it's, it's a lot of trauma. It was like it was 9-11 PTA. happened every day. Yeah. It's so, and like, it's still happening in so many places in the world. Like it's not over. No, it's not. We're obviously it feels extreme. like that because we live like, in America, but yeah, like and America got vaccinated and like, we stole all the vaccines and yeah. you know, and like we, we're lucky that we're in this position because it's so many places are still, but anyway, I'm just mm-hmm. saying like, give yourself, be gentle with yourself, and by next year, hopefully it'll be... It'll pop off. Also, it's just crazy because I feel like for us specifically, or for me, I went into 2020 being like, this is my motherfucking year. Like, we're fucking going on yeah. tour. I'm going to fuck everyone. Like, this is fucking rad. I'm blonde again. Like, it's about to pop the fuck off. And then it really did not pop the fuck off. <laughs> well, so it, you're like, like afraid. De-popped. You're afraid to be hopeful now. Yeah. And so then I was like, ah. And then now, yeah, it does feel afraid to be hopeful because you just never know what's lurking around the corner. But I'm everyone experienced that. Yeah. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members. And it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. 
And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Back to these bitches who exist in truly a simpler time. Britannia is the first to pole dance and she's really bad she's shanks she's you th- everyone's like expecting big things from her and she shits the bed she i thought like that was the stripper pole greased and that was the challenge because she slides off it like doesn't even have like a grip no i think she's just she's just she's, not she's she, talented in other ways but dancing on a on pole, pole is not for not her. even like dancing yeah there she was is no stage presence it was very shocking yeah little very little charisma um Cammy gets on the pole and fucking slays. Cammy's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, then Taya gets on the pole. Well, Farah is like, they're all kind of like Taya's going to be like a prude because she's so like shaming everyone. She's Anti-stripper. Gonna... And then Taya, just like Beverly did, pretending playing dumb like the the last time with the at hockey at hockey. Taya gets on that pole and she's full like FK twigs. Yeah, she's she like does that like <laughs> like one leg bent in the mm-hmm. back, like truly skilled. Yeah, like phenom. Like I'm bad at pole dancing, but I could have pulled something out a little bit better than Britannia. And most that's of the how girls. bad she was. And like Taya owns it brett is on his knees mouth ajar he's on the ground she's incredible she's like defying physics yeah she's like oh i think she's like i might know a thing or two and then she gets on and she's like one-legged like arms akimbo like fully (laughs) like she's she's sandra bullock in gravity asparagus what the f she can't even muster what the french she's so taken aback she goes what the f this bitch is a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she said n- there was not one. What the French? No. Which I was grateful for. The girls are all so pissed at Taya. Cause like she's been giving everyone grief and pretending to be like turning her nose up at, at dancing. And here she is like Working rocking the pole. pole and like good for her, but also like. Cammy goes, Taya came out of nowhere with her pole work. <laughs> <laughs> um, then they do another game, which I forgot. It was like it was a hot dog relay race where they had to like make a hot dog and like <sighs> run it over to the fat judges. And I was like, <laughs> they had to like <laughs> it made no sense. It like wasn't timed. It was just the the if the, the hot dog survived the relay. I just wrote this is fully handmaids. It's really handmaids. And the first time 
like Farah goes first and she slides on a slip and slide and like the hot dog hits the slip and slide water, which I'm like, there's nothing grosser to me than like a wet hot yeah, dog. Yeah, like water park. It's so disgusting. And then like the uh, the next girl goes or Ashley slides on her knees and like gives the dog to the judge. And one judge takes it out. He goes, oh, that's a good dog. Ugh. And then Farah drops the bun on the slip and slide. She really but she dropped the shows, bun. She shows her boobs to the judges, and they give her a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So the yellow team. <laughs> Farrah, Can you guys hear Tony? Farrah's like, I got to seduce these guys. Yeah. And so she just shoves her tits in their face, and it works. It works. They're simple, man. They are. I love just like they're like every guy though, like yeah, every straight guy, just like being knowing like, how to just game the situation. Oh, ladies, take note. All it takes is a nip slip. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. You can just like shove your big natches in a guy's face, and he'll give you a ten. Big. Although Brett called her silicone. He goes, "Fair, it is pretty well with those two gallons of silicone." Ugh. I was like, "Gross, Brett." <laughs> He's so awkward. He's so. He's like he's so corny, incredibly socially awkward. Yeah, he really I think is. he really you really see that like Brett does not know how to just normally interact with people. But that's like I feel like that's any. Like, he has fame brain. Yeah, like even brain. when later he asks people to come on his bus, like you can tell he just doesn't know how to like host like no. host people in a situation. No, it's all about him. It's shocking. Um. They all, the winners, there's one team that goes on the bus with him. The yellow team wins, and then they all board the bus and are taken in further into the depths of Alabama, where they arrive at a town called Decatur, Alabama. And Brett meets them in the hotel room, and he's like, blue team, like, you didn't get a fair shake, so I'm going to take you on the bus for your date. And then he's like, I made margaritas, which Slam you know pig. he didn't. You he didn't make. He's just like now I'm gonna put you on a bus and get you drunk and see which one of you I can fuck. <laughs> Slam pig. Yeah. <laughs> this date is all about the SP mm-hmm. and and then as soon as they sit down, they all sit down and the date from hell begins. Where Brett first like plays, he's like, "You want to hear the song I was working on?" They're all the same. I'm sorry. No, Every I can't single tell Brett a Michaels. They're all apart. they're all like that. Like. He's like, when I heard your voice. When I came down, I just saw your face. And they're all just like <laughs> listening, and Cammy's like enamored with him. Ashley snuggles behind him and then just sloth grips around him mm-hmm. and like won't let go. And then Brett just goes, I feel like this came, I'm sure there were they had conversations <laughs> leading up to this moment, but Brett, you just cuts to Brett going like I'm pretty weird. Like, I can't have any music on while I'm fucking. Fellas, is it gay to have music on when you fuck? And they were like, hell yeah. And then he was like, okay, just kidding. I'll never put music on. I'll never put music on. I'll never listen to music again. Beverly goes, I like like to be in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) And they're all like, and everyone kind of looks at her. Brett was like, yeah, I don't want lights on. It's not like a zoo. I was like, what? A zoo? Fellas, is it gay to have the lights on when you have sex? Hell yeah. And they go, that's the gayest thing I've That's ever heard. That's the gayest fucking thing They're I've like, ever you heard. Get out of here with that gay shit, <laughs> Brett Michaels. And he goes, "Sorry, you sorry." Get out of here with that gay ass shit. Yeah, he was like, "It's like a zoo." I hate lights on. What Fellas, does that mean? Is it gay to see? 
They're yeah. like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fucking only Be blind. Total, total darkness only. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then okay. I just wrote Ashley and Brett are like soulmates. Yeah, they should just be together. You should just call it. He's and obsessed then with the show. It needs to just become the Ashley and Brett show. They fuck. I love that they all. He, Do he, they all fuck? I don't know. Brett takes them all into his room, and then someone maybe it was Beverly was like, like Whoa, yeah. "It's cool that you have a shower in your room." <laughs> And then the door closes. And Ashley just grabs Brett's face and is like sucking face of them. And then all the girls go back to the hotel room and start to chain cigs on the porch. And Cammie's pissed because apparently Ashley just ripped her pants off as soon as they were in. Like, I feel like Ashley got bottomless, like, immediately. Yeah. So Cammie's like really upset. She's like totally freaked out by this situation. Again, <laughs> She came on late. She probably had no idea what the show was and is like, wait, I thought like I was going to be dating someone. Yeah. Or just at least being like, I didn't know that it was going to be this intense, mm -hmm. which is a normal reaction to have to the situation. Yeah. And also just being near Ashley is probably like yeah, enough to make you want to leave. Ashley is pure chaos. Um, The next morning... Cammy asks Big John, she's like, Big John, <laughs> I got to talk to Brett. Is there any way that's possible? And he's like, yeah, come on in the bus. <laughs> and she goes on and she's basically like, Brett, I, I like, I got to go. I got to go. She's, she's like, like, I, I, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And I'm like, my boundaries are being like very infringed upon right now. And I like, I feel like you and I have a connection, but like, it's not going to happen if there's other girls around. She goes, this is the hardest decision I've ever had to make. It's like, really? In your whole life? <laughs> this? Yeah. Okay. And Brett's like, damn, all right. He's yeah. like... <laughs> he's really sad. Or he seems like sad. And he goes, we've had deeper conversations than 90% of the other girls. And I was like, when? <laughs> I would have loved to see their deep conversation. There was like a whole other episode we missed of like just Cammy and Brett. Yeah. They connected in like a crazy way. And then Cammy's like, well, I'm out. And then he's like, I really messed up because now Cammy's gone. But you know he doesn't care. Yeah. And, and then the bus pulls off and you just see her like alone on the side of the street with her suitcases. Also, when she goes back, I love how much how many cigs are being smoked in this episode. Like an incredible amount. Mm -hmm. Everyone's chaining cigs. Kelsey is in the hotel room with like a cig just staring out at Cammy as she like reveals that she's leaving. And Farrah then, and Ashley are like doing jumping jacks. And they're like, like Farrah, Ashley, and Kelsey are all like dancing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, Brett then they drive to another place in Alabama and they he brings the winning team, Farrah, Taya, and Kelsey to a closed down amusement park, which actually was like cool. That was a cool date. I was like, damn, this looks really fun. Mm hmm. Um, they do bumper cars. Brett's like, we got to get out some aggression. I'm like, ugh classic why is everything like he's straight to sex mm -hmm. pig and he's like <laughs> and then he's like now we're gonna go on the ferris wheel this is a great time for me to get to know farah um farah tells brett that taya's fake she spends like her whole time one -on -one she's obsessed time, with taya which i was like this is not a good look and even taya is like i hope she talks shit about me because that'll make brett want to talk to me to set the record straight yeah and but then like, brett's no. like 
into it. Brett loves a girl tattletaling. Yeah, and also Farah has Heather vibes where she's like, you can mm. trust me, I'll tell you everything yep. you need to know. And I was like, this is how you friend zone yourself, though. It's true. Because he, he loves. is it gay to have a woman tell you everything Hell about yeah. another woman? And they go, that's some gay shit. But it's like good gay shit. And yeah. Like, All right. That's cool. And then later when they get back to the bus. Well, first Kelsey and Brett have the first one-on-one time that they've ever had. Oh, yeah. But his one-on-one time with her is he takes her over to some dirty set steps and makes her sit on them and like talk to him. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of just like is talking and talking and he makes out with her. I'm pretty sure to just shut her up. Mm-hmm. And, then too Farrah, young. and then Farrah goes, Kelsey looks like she's making out with her dad. It's weird. She's right. Yeah. Uh, and then, so that night Brett has a concert. So they all get back and they all freshen up on the bus and Farah and Kelsey are starting to drink. They're taking shots and they start going after Taya. Yeah. They come for her and they tell, they reveal that Taya's not using her real name. <laughs> yeah. Casey, Kelsey, Casey, <laughs> Kelsey goes, Taya's real name is Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> Which as a fellow Lar, I was like. Is her name Laurie or no? Is I think it's like I think that's her she's... Salt Lake City accent. Yeah, she's like her name is. She kept going. Her, <laughs> her name's, name's Laurie. Laurie. I saw that on her suitcase. It's Laurie. It's, it's not Laurie. Taya. It's not even your name. And Farragut's, you're just on the show to promote Penthouse. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. No, but they hate Taya, and they decide to get fucking shit faced. Yeah, they're getting like they're ripping Red Bull and vodka. And Big John leads all the girls out to, like, the VIP area next to the stage that Brett's performing on. And he's like, girls, you are representatives of Brett Michaels, so you need to keep your shit together tonight and act right. And then he, like, lets them loose. And Vera and Kelsey just start laying on the ground, rolling around. They're, like, scissoring. They're throwing vodka everywhere. And it is, like... an. And it's like a zoo creature. It's right. like a zoo exhibit. All it the is. girls are hanging over the side of the VIP fence, like staring at them while they like roll around on the ground and hump each other, <laughs> which was incredible. I was like, this is rock and roll. Brett comes out and plays this song that sounds like Blink-182 kind of. Yeah. Again, like none of his songs are very like discernible from the next. And then Brett's like, I'm playing my show and I look over on the side of the stage and I see Kelsey and Farah going wild. And I'm wondering, isn't this supposed to be my show? And I'm just like, this is, Brett doesn't care classic that they're Brett. like fucked up. He cares that they're taking attention away yeah, from him. Classic, classic Brett. And then Big John makes eye contact with Farah, and he's like, you get over here. You two come over here. Yeah, he tells them they're being slutty and hoary. Yeah, and I was like, Big John, you're out of fucking line. Yeah. It's like, I was... tell you guys not to be slutty, and then here you are, like, fucking rolling around. He calls them whores. Yeah. It's like, okay, first of all, you're a fuck whore. you, you're a whore. And second of all, they're just, like, being rock and roll. They're enjoying themselves. Yeah. They're hot, like, VIP girls being rock and fucking roll. Like, what do you want them to be? As if any of this is classy in the first place. Yeah, you guys are you're like, at, everyone, at like a Six Flags pavilion yeah, in Alabama. We're all whores here. Yeah, Let's we're not all get whores. it twisted. Yeah. And then I love Kelsey because she's like, what? I wasn't doing anything wrong. 
I wasn't doing anything wrong. And she just like straight up talks back to Big John, which I was like, hell yeah. But then Kelsey drinks more and then freaks the fuck out and runs away into the dark of the night and <laughs> lays down on a speed bump, which keeps getting said and starts scream crying and chain smoking. Well, because Big John slut shames them and then makes them go sit on the bus. He goes, you need to go sit on the bus and think about what you've done, which I was like, you're crazy for that BJ. And like Kelsey, also- she's like, what the fuck? This is fucked up and starts throwing shit around and then runs out and like collapses. And in that moment, like her weeping in the parking lot on the speed bump, she's like, I don't want to be here. I don't give a fuck about Brett. I don't. (laughs) Hey, she's being honest. Also, mind you that the elimination is later tonight (laughs) after Brett's show. So like these women are drinking and being forced to like be up and on at all like day one in the morning yeah like this elimination ceremony is definitely happening in like the wee hours of the night so it's like it's shocking that they're not all falling over they're the exhaustion that these women must be feeling especially when they're all drinking is probably like um this is torture so yeah so kelsey's screaming big john then like i think realizes he was being a dick and like tries to comfort her he like picked there's this one part where he She's like pinned against the fence and she has a cigarette in her hand and she's like trying to climb the fence to go home. And, <laughs> and, and he's kind of like hugging her with his head buried in the back of her neck, like talking. And I, I got turned on in that moment. Yeah, it was like kind of hot, but it was also like you're she's like pinned. You have her pinned against a fence. She's a little too small and you're a little too big. And, and like the power dynamics here are like twisted. I think Big John meant well. Like he was like, I got to pick this girl. Like this girl's now on the ground and I got to like. He did. He threw over his shoulder and carried her. Right. He was like, there's one part where he's like, Kelsey, just come here for a sec. Like, just get up, you know, and he's holding her and kind of has his arm around her. And she's just looking off, like, smoking a cigarette. And I was like, this is iconic. It is. And then we cut back to the bus, and Ashley and Farah are, like, absolutely <laughs> on another planet drunk. Like, Ashley is beyond blackout. She's in the afterlife. Kelsey has been put back on the bus, and she's retreated to her bunk where she shan't be returning from. And every time someone's like, Kelsey, where are you? You're in your bunk. She goes, fuck off (laughs) leave me the fuck alone (laughs) and then (laughs) ashley is like everyone who eats basil is crazy and then she's trying to make like a microwaved meal and like doesn't know how to do it and is trying to get jamie to help her and like is just throwing like her microwaved meal all over the bus (laughs) ashley makes me really lol when she's like shit face yeah she's like she's like a drunk that's like kind of fun yeah, she doesn't go, like, super dark. She no. just gets, like, funny and makes, like, funny statements. And they're like, shit. And the other girls are like, I don't know if they're going to make it. To- those three are going to make it to the elimination. <laughs> um, and then we got to elimination. And, like, all the girls are lined up and they're waiting for Ashley, Kelsey, and Farrah to come in. And then the three of them stumble into elimination Ashley looks hot as shit like she's in like a green Big John goes go stand with Beverly and Ashley goes who's Beverly (laughs) she she goes where are we (laughs) where do you want me to go next to Beverly (laughs) who's Beverly (laughs) she's literally like she's like where are we like I don't think I literally don't think she knows where they are no they're so drunk and then I think Farrah 
Ashley's been like puking all night, I think. Yeah, she's a puker, which is kind of a gross. That's like. Yeah, that's not great. She's also a puker who like can it, just be like, oh my God, I got it. Remember she walked over just to the trash can in the hotel hallway and was like, is that a trash can? Bleh. Someone goes, yeah. And she goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> it totally reminds, like I've been here before where like. It's like I, I time travel and I'm like suddenly like, wait, where where are we from being so drunk? Like, oh, yeah. Being, being that drunk, you're fully t- traveling. You're a time traveler. You've gone into the space time continuum. You're like Stargate. Mm-hmm. You're like you're fully traveling through the universe. You can go warp speed and then suddenly come to and you're like in Ocean City and you're like, wait, where am I? I stargated once at like a Christmas party where I just like pre-gamed way too hard on an empty <laughs> stomach and then like entered the party and was fully like within seconds, like complete blackout. I like saw I was talking to some guy in the kitchen who looked like a little gremlin and then made out with him and then some of my friends saw us kissing and goes Laura and pulled me off and was like we have to take her upstairs to like sober up yeah and like gave me a loaf of bread that I was just like (laughs) eating like laying down on the bed like eating bread and then some other girl was like why are you so drunk and I was like shut up and started like throwing bread at her and being like and then I just got toted out into an Uber and then taken home and put into bed. And then I woke up from my Stargate just like like a mummy at 9 a.m. And I was like, oh, cute. Like, this is fun. And then my friends were like, do you remember what happened last night? And I no, was I've like, been there. absolutely not. My, I remember senior week of high school. We were at the Jersey Shore and I like my parents were staying at a house like on the other side of the town I was in because that's where we used to go. Mm-hmm. And I like was just hopping from like one high school house to the next and then I like randomly went in some I just the last thing I remember I like left I was like I'm going with them to my friends and they <laughs> were like last word and they were like who what and then I just like left with this random group of like Catholic school kids from Philly that I didn't know at all <laughs> and there's like a picture of me like and, and then I and then I next thing I knew I was like in my parents yard and my dad was like hosing me down because I had thrown up all over myself I'm not like a throw up at that night person, but I'm definitely a throw up the next day person. I also, yeah. Anyway, that's they're in that We've all state stargated. Of yeah. Brett, he's like, before I begin, I just Kelsey, would you come down here? <laughs> he's also hoarse from singing. Yeah, I mean, he just like this he's is guys. It's literally like two in the morning in Alabama. He got off the stage, and then they got on another stage for elimination (laughs) also when the bus is pulling up to like the marquee that says alabama it's like you just hear farrah go where are we (laughs) (laughs) she's like shit where are we no one knows where they are and brett pulls kelsey out and he's like you know kelsey at some point you were apparently laying on a speed bump and crying and kelsey's just like i'm better now i rally (laughs) she goes i'm here now Mm-hmm. I want to be here. And Brett's like, I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. He's like, I think you're a little young for this lifestyle and it might be a little much for you. So Kelsey, I'm going to ask you to leave. And then you cut to Farrah and Ashley and they, they go, oh my God. They're looking at each other. And then Ashley goes, I don't think she has any of my clothes in her bag. So it's okay. <laughs> and then Brett says to Big John, Big John, would you escort this beautiful lady so she can pack her bags and head back to Salt Lake City? (laughs) 
I feel like Kelsey and Big John still like text. Yeah, not like just like as friends. Just friendly. I like that he realized how fucked up he was and then tries to go back. And his pep talk for her, he was like, you're here for a reason. You got this. You don't need to go right now. You got to just pick yourself up. You got to keep going because life is hard. And sometimes you just got like he really got into like army mode. Yeah, he's he was like in that moment was having like he was in a flashback from like snipering the Iraq war. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kelsey's like, what? Where am I? (laughs) You got a lighter? Yeah. Do you have a sig? I loved them side by side standing and her being propped up by him while she's like angrily smoking a sig. Big John walks her down the street and she's just like, it's like the street is empty. It's literally two in the morning. Everyone's asleep in this little city they're in. She's holding her arms, walking with her suitcase and her little bag over her shoulder. And Big John puts her into a minivan. (laughs) <laughs> and she goes off to like assume at the airport. Never steer her from her ever again. Can you imagine her just walking through like the Alabama airport, like with her heels on, just like cold in a terminal at like 5 a.m.? No. What the fuck? They probably had to put her up in a hotel room overnight. Yeah. Ashley and Farah are given a second chance because they have tits and they're like older. Mm hmm. And they're both like laughing. <laughs> I just love. I think it's a power move to show up that drunk and like it doesn't matter. And then there's like a little post credit scene where the, we see Ashley and Farrah picking like berries. <laughs> berries off like a bush and being like. We should poison everyone. Yeah. They put it in the fruit plate. And they're like, Kelsey, come here. We have really good grapes for you. <laughs> I think they were also really gunning to get Kelsey eliminated. Yeah. Like they were like, if we just get her drunk enough, she'll bury herself. She's like hot and young. Mm -hmm. So she's such a threat. Yeah. But I love, could you escort this beautiful woman back to. Kelsey does like a loser sign at people. Like she puts like an L on her forehead. I don't even know what she was trying to do by that, but I like. She's like this. (laughs) She was like smiling, giving a loser sign. And I was like, amazing that's a vibe she's gonna wake up the next morning and be like holy shit like truly where am i (laughs) like what happened (laughs) she's not gonna remember anything imagine getting eliminated from a game show in a fucking blackout in alabama and then waking up like at a holiday it's like that one girl from season two who just immediately got blackout (laughs) and had to be put in bed and missed the elimination tiffany at least made it a day (laughs) eliminated for fucking fucking salty Tiffany not only made it a day, but like got eliminated and talked her way back on. Yeah, she marched herself back down the driveway. That's queen shit. (sighs) So this was this kind of redeemed the season for me, this episode. Yeah, I can't wait to see the reunion episode and like check back in with Kels and see like how she feels about all this now. I can't wait to see where it goes. I know. And we're about halfway through the season. So, you know. This journey of rock is slowly gearing down to an end. This is the end of rock and roll as we know it is this final season of the show. Would you stay here and rock my world? And we say, sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. For seven more episodes at least. Why not? Okay. Um, guys, that was a good up. Yeah. I'm glad to be back. You can follow Laura at Laura's Marie. Follow Carrie at E. Carrie Join the Patreon for bonus apps. We're still talking sister wives. Yeah. 
Check and out Laura's new pot, revamped Sex in the City Oh my podcast. God. Tune in to Saving Sex in the City 3. You won't regret it. I put a sneak peek episode up on the Patreon. Woo! That's going to be... Who's it with? Released this week. It's Drew Drogies. Ah! The master. The master. It is... Please, if you don't know Drew Drogi, which you should, educate yourself before you listen. He is a legendary comedian and... One of the funniest people I've ever he, had the pleasure of recording. Yeah. He was blessed. Yeah. I'm lucky to call him a friend. He's great. I've worked with him before. He's just the funniest person alive. And his, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. And even if you don't like Sex in the City, you would enjoy this episode just because it is like so out of control and funny. And he is a real spirit. Yeah. So... Check that out and um, stay safe. Catch you later. Bye.